Taking a walk, so oh, okay. on the move. Yeah, just don't get mugged or murdered, you know. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. Got a in there. So, how's everything going, going, man? It's been a while since we've had you on, man. Uh, it's working. Took on a new job and a lot. Yeah. So, you know, our times don't align up. Yeah, uh, I hear a lot you. later. You know, yeah, I hear you, but it's it's great hearing you, man. Uh, I just wanted to do like a quick episode with you because you know, uh, obviously, you know, the people that did tune in, you know, when you were on, they kind of miss you, Jimmy. I mean, I'm not making this shit up. They they do. They miss hearing your voice. So, yeah, let's do it, man. So I want to get into uh, some sports here. You know, kind of throw away the the political viewpoints because uh, I've done it for like the entire week and it's given me a headache with Hurricane Ian and fucking COVID today I did with Joseph. So uh, I want to get into some uh, some WWE, man. Uh, I don't know if you still watch the WWE, but um, I tuned it off for like about two weeks because I got tired and fed up with the storylines. And then I'm like, all right, let me see what's going on with Monday Night Raw this past Monday. So, you know, Monday Night Raw showed a lot of uh, – a lot of good storylines. Um, you know, obviously, if you don't know, you know, Vince McMahon is no longer part of talent creation anymore. Stepped down, retired. No, I know that. And, I've seen that, yeah. Yeah, we have Triple H now, head of uh, basically WWE. So um, what do you think about that? Uh, Triple H taking over uh, the worldwide wrestling, you know, well, association. <laughs> I think that was a good move. I mean, he's been in the game for a very long time uh his well, uh, game yeah i mean <laughs> well i mean he, he he's been in the game he's also had some of the best uh the best personas in the in the industry you know like um part of the the best groups in the wwf so he had a really successful run as a wrestler yeah Champ- champion they really pushed him um, and he's been really like deep into the business for a very long time. So it was oh, a no yeah, brainer right. that no brainer that he'd be in charge. Uh, it's his passion. It's his life. Yeah. And then, he oh, picked, yeah. Uh, and then what did he do? He, he, uh, he picked Shawn Michaels, right. For, uh, I forget. I don't, again, I don't watch I'll it feel, as much. Yeah. I'll fill you in. I mean, obviously, you know, Triple H goes back, folks, a, a, a fucking – I mean, he created a great legacy before stepping down as a full-time active wrestler. You know, you can go back to the roots of him when he was that, you know, that Richie-type classy guy from New Hampshire known as Hunter Hearst Helmsley. And then, you know, fast forward to the mid-'90s where he shortened it down to Triple H and his run with uh, D-Generation X with Shawn Michaels and, you know, X-Pac and the New Age Outlaws. I mean, that right there took the fucking map for WWE. But like you said, Shawn Michaels, yeah, he pointed uh, Shawn Michaels as the head of uh, NXT. And then also he's the head of um, – he's like an executive producer now of Monday Night Raw. So, I mean, that's – you know, he's working through the ranks there. Yeah, I'm hoping 
listen, if they bring back some of the magic from the 90s, from the Attitude Era, yeah, I, I'd watch it, you know, and I think maybe they'll get back that they'll they'll uh, eventually move back in that direction. But listen, the uh, 90, you can't beat 90s wrestling, and I'm not trying to take that away from anyone now. The problem is, is that in the, the good problem was in the 90s, we had multiple outlets to watch wrestling. Yeah, you had your WCW, you had ECW. There's a, there was a lot of territories back then. Yeah, of course. So, you know, once Vince bought them, bought them all up, and they kind of went under, um, he, you know, he moves through the ruthless aggression, which was kind of okay. I probably stopped watching wrestling in like 2002. You know, I catch it here and there. And then he went, uh, he, uh, reality, all the other, uh, types of uh, errors that WWF went through. The 90s was the best due to the fact that you know, that's what we wanted to see. Think about yeah, it. you wanted to see that extra attitude, of course. Uh, hey, Jimmy, I want to get into uh, some of uh, current time here this past Monday. Um, I don't know if you watched Raw, though, but uh, what do you think of this? Uh, obviously, you know who Logan Paul is, correct? I do. I know who yeah. Logan Paul is, yeah. What do you think of Triple H, Shawn Michaels, Stephanie McMahon, all the head executives of WWE now bringing Logan Paul, right, this YouTube personality into WWE? Of course, he had his run with uh, UFC, and he's done some, you know, some sh- some short movies, some cameos in between. But what do you think of uh, Logan Paul going against uh, Roman Reigns uh, for the uh, for the title at? Uh, in Crown Jewel in Saudi Arabia. Well, well, just the brothers never did UFC. They have. Uh, well, they did. Ball. They did a little MMA. Yeah, they did a little bit. Yeah. Well, not in UFC. They did boxing. So Logan well, Paul yeah. and Jake Paul have done have done boxing. Now listen, it's a no brainer. We're in the age where kids watch YouTubers, TikTokers. Uh, you know, influencers, reality stars. So bringing him aboard, you know, it's a fake. Remember, you got to look at the fan base. I'm not, oh, talking yeah, about guys. Yeah. I'm not talking about guys like us. I'm talking about yeah. the young guys. They know who Logan Paul is. Savage Unfiltered. If I go to a guy right now in his 50s, 60s who watches WWE and said, hey, you know who Logan Paul is? They might not have a clue. So no. For the organization to bring those people aboard, it's just for viewership. It's for ratings. It's for money. Well, you got to remember. Yeah, you got to remember one thing. This guy has over thirty-five thousand followers on YouTube. So, I mean, I think it's a good move for Triple H and the rest of the executives there at WWE to bring, you know, YouTube personality Logan Paul into the mix. Now, you got to remember something. The way they were building this matchup for Roman Reigns going into Saudi Arabia uh, at Crown Jewel, it was supposed to be Roman Reigns versus um, Braun Strowman. Now, I don't know why they scrapped that match, Jimmy, but now they have uh, Logan Paul as a replacement. Do you think, like, why do you think they went that that route? I'd have to look. I'd have to really uh, do, like, more of a deep dive into it. Yeah, Again, I think it's a money thing, to be honest with you. 
It's always about money. I mean, listen, Logan Paul is, and he has way more than 35,000, like, uh, subscribers and views. This guy, oh, his frog. This guy, um. Yeah, I just checked. It's like 35,000, 40,000, yeah. Well, he built his, him and his brother built their empire from Disney to YouTube. They were part of that, like, whole YouTube crew, uh, doing crazy, wacky stuff. And. They did boxing, and now Logan Paul also has a pretty successful podcast. So, yeah, it's fucking phenomenal. You know, so, honestly, I'm not surprised that they, you know, that they wanted to bring him uh, on board. He, he's he's pretty uh, athletic. He's pretty agile. He um, he was wrestling with who? The Miz, right? Yeah, this is not the first mix-up. He he was uh, doing some work with uh, with the Miz for a few months prior to this. And then they had their fallout, you know, right around uh, SummerSlam where, you know, the Miz was like, oh, you were just uh, a hype man for me and this and that. And, you know, said, you know, some stupid storyline that he used them just, you know, just to get back uh, to becoming relevant again in the business. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, listen, I, I do think that with Triple H being at the helm of, of uh, creating um, Logan Paul is definitely a younger guy. He's very athletic. Um, he's got the face, he's got the height. Can he pull it off? Sure, maybe. I mean, does he really need to wrestle? No, he's got he's he's a millionaire, so that's kind of a a really interesting twist to it, right? You know, oh, yeah. When, yeah, when you think about the golden age of wrestling, the 80s, and then you think about the attitude era in the 90s, those guys didn't get paid shit, they were fucking road warriors, they got in their car. You know, yeah, they were sleeping in their car. They were sleeping at Motel 6s. I mean, cheap-ass motels, like, literally yeah. with each other. I mean, what? A motel usually has, like, two beds. Some of these wrestlers were – there were, like, eight or nine wrestlers in one hotel room, you know? And they, yeah. did, it, they, did, it, they did it for the love of the game, the love of the sport. And uh, now it's, it's just interesting to see, like, here you go. You got a millionaire coming in to wrestle. You know, where does that, where does that end up? Where does that lead to? So, oh, four. But, yeah. but it is about ratings. It is about, you know, selling tickets and uh, viewership. So it's a no brainer that they'd bring the kid in to wrestle. Um, oh, yeah. And they're going to take care of him. That's a specialty match. Unless you start seeing more of him, that's not really, you know, he's not part of the roster. So, yeah. I mean, it's just there to get people to to watch because, again, when you think about the business part, why did Vince go PG? All right, Vince uh, understood that guys like us were aging out and he needed to bring in a new era of viewers. So he couldn't well, sell the hell well, of Jim, sell match. Yeah, I think we got tired of, you know, what what you got to do, brother, and oh, yeah, you know, macho man Randy Savage. We definitely had to move up, like you said. Uh, fast forward here, uh, Sports Kita. Everybody knows who Sports Kita is. It's like a, a huge fucking sports panel online. Sports Kita is now saying that we could be seeing a return of former uh, Universal uh, champion, right, uh, Bray Wyatt. Uh, we've been seeing a lot of White Rabbit. You know, uh, this past Monday, they did like a teaser again with the White Rabbit. Uh, is Bray Wyatt going to that storyline with Alice in Wonderland? We'd seen him as Mad Hatter in a last segment last year, this time last year when he was leaving the WWE because he had a uh, a personal 
uh, demean your uh, personal um, experience when he lost his friend, right? Um, a wrestler that died that was part of the Wyatt family. Um, so could we see return of uh, Bray Wyatt uh, sometime this week, Jimmy? I don't know. Uh, you know what? You're more of an expert on it than I am at this point. Again, I'd have to – I didn't really know we'd be uh, talking wrestling or else I would have did my research, but – I have no, I have to look up. It is a myth that terrorism stopped during COVID. Unfortunately, mainstream media opted to prioritize pandemic hysteria over promoting all news. Terrorism continues. Simply hoping that it doesn't affect you is not a strategy. The new book, Terror Strikes, coming soon to a city near you, featured on The Author Show, is now available in paperback from bookstores, online, or as an ebook exclusively through Amazon Kindle. Terror Strikes, coming soon to a city near you, by Joseph M. Leonard. Order today. Junior in the uh, wrestling game again. Uh, I spend a lot of my time watching UFC. Yeah, well, I wanted to bring in the yeah, I wanted to bring in the Logan Paul because you know, obviously, everybody knows who Logan Paul is. Uh, you know, he has done a little MMA, not nothing big. Normally, he does like his boxing and stuff like that in his YouTube. But I think they're going to put. Uh, to be honest with you, Jimmy, I think they're going to put the title on on Logan Paul because it's going to bring a lot of money to the company. Uh, the fucking ratings on Fox, you know, with SmackDown, and then the ratings over there on USA with Raw. Man, it's 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 going to be. It's going to be tremendous. It's going to bring a lot of good uh, ratings for those networks because they've been falling behind with uh, with AEW. You know, AEW is climbing up. So, well, I heard I that that is uh, that's that's the biggest competition to WWF since uh, WCW. Yeah, I mean, yeah. A- a- AEW has seemed to kind of uh, find that special sauce to really drive forward because you had TNA that didn't go anywhere. You had um, what's the other one? Impact that just became like a uh, what is that? Like a, a low card wrestling uh, what is that Yeah, they're of? like they're like an old version of uh, how the NWA you know, back in the 80s started out like early 70s with the NWA you know, they were like, they started off with like territorial uh, type of stuff. You had NWA North, NWA West, South. Uh, you know, you get the concept. But yeah, TNA is. I mean, they're pretty much almost bankrupt. I know at this point. But, yeah. Uh, so a lot of those, a lot of those, uh, a lot of those uh, companies came out and they tried to compete and they couldn't. And now you know, part. Go ahead. Now, here's something here that you might like, okay, because you're a big UFC guy. You love UFC. There's a rumor that, you know, a lot of people are questioning where Cody Rhodes has been. Now, Cody Rhodes, folks, is the son of the late, great uh, Dusty Rhodes, the American dream. Uh, There was a uh, YouTube personality uh, that goes by the name of the Schmo. I don't know if you know who I'm talking about, Jimmy, but he's been very popular on YouTube uh, the fucking following behind this guy is crazy. Now, there was an interview with the Schmo and Cody Rhodes that it could be a possibility of Cody Rhodes uh, literally, literally signing his um, his uh, no conflict clause thing, and he could be leaving WWE for going to uh, UFC. So we could see Cody Rhodes in UFC within. Like a month or two from now. Oof, 
I hope not because uh, we seen what happened the last time uh, a wrestler tried to move over. He got his ass kicked. What's his name? Uh, Brock Lesnar. No, no, Brock Lesnar handled his own. It was the other one that uh, had a very large following. There's a lot. There has been. Let's well, see. You got Ken Shamrock. You you got. Um, I'm talking Ken about Sh- more more as recently, not those guys because. Those guys were fighters who came over to WWF, so that kind of uh, worked out for them because, you know, they just kind of had to slow down what they were doing. But, well, uh, you, had, you had Bobby Lashley, you know, uh, that's the current, what, uh, United States champion right now. He had a run in UFC. I think he got his ass beat. He only had like three or four matches. But, CM Punk. No, no. Oh, CM, CM Punk. Punk. So, yeah. Here's the issue. If you're a fighter going over to wrestling, the transition is a lot easier because you kick people's asses in real life. CM Punk made that move to w, uh, the UFC and got just destroyed. And he trained, but it's not the same. I'm yeah. not knocking anyone that does wrestling, but realistically, the wrestling that you see on TV, it's not real wrestling. No, not, it's all of course, yeah. I, don't get me wrong, they beat themselves up for entertainment purposes, but it's not the same as you trying to knock someone's head off. And a lot of those yeah. guys go in and they think, you know, CM Punk's big thing was talking shit to Dana White. And got his yeah, kicked, so. Dana White, he, he like he literally said, you know, I can do it in all the territories in pro wrestling. I've been in TNA. I've been in WWE. I've been in uh, now he's in AEW, uh, which I think he's leaving AEW. I don't know where he's going. He's going to become some kind of like fucking free agent now. But, uh, you know, I don't know, man. I could see CM Punk trying to, you know, have a, uh, you know, a second second win and um in UFC, but is Dana White going to take him back? He's not. He's not worth. He's not worth he it. He's not. The, not anyone in their right mind, especially on a high level like that, would take him in. He's not. Yeah. He's not a fighter, and so that's what I'm saying with Rhodes. Like, I don't know what his physical capability is, but you know what is he late twenties, early thirties? So well, he has no. Yeah, Cody Rhodes. I think he's like roughly like right around uh, right around forty, so he's right around my age. But Cody Rhodes, man, he had a lot of personas that just went sour over the years, right? He was he was Cody Rhodes when he first stuck out. Then he went to like this, you know, kind of like you know, don't hurt me phase where he wore a fucking plastic shield over his face in like the early two thousands. Then he had a run in TNA that didn't work out. Then he had a run again. Uh, as WWE with uh, with his brother uh, Goldust, he was uh, yeah, Stardust. Yeah, yeah, and that didn't work out. And then he left. After that, he left. He went to AEW. Did very well in AEW. It was like a fucking like executive in AEW. And he uh, he basically left that company after like five six years. And then he just had like I think like four or five matches, like big matches in WWE recently, and then. He's gone. No one's seen him. He's, you know, now rumored to be in UFC. So, uh, well, I mean, his his image. I mean, he still has. He still comes from like a great family of wrestlers, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, the biggest issue with his his personalities over the years 
was that I don't think they were bad. I think that just wrong timing. If he was Stardust during the 90s, it would have played differently. When we were younger, you know, our the fan base of wrestling was completely different, 80s, 90s. Well, you had different types of characters. Yeah, there were so many different characters. You had, like, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. You had Ric Flair. You had uh, the Bushwhackers. You had uh, the Rockers, Marty and, uh, you know, Marty Jannetty and Shawn Michaels. You had all these great talents back then, but they were more personalities back then. They weren't, like, so-called of the uh, the reality that you would normally see on, like, a television screen. You know, they be- they made it more reality now, more entertainment. And I think that's well, where they, they lost their uh, their touch. I don't, I don't know if they necessarily lost it, but if you really think about kids now, it's completely different than when we were kids. So, yeah. And I have kids. You have kids. When I was younger, wrestling and fighting, that was a way of life. And I'm oh, talking yeah. about that just when you got a bunch of boys together, we were freaking, you know, power slamming each other, power bombing each other. And it was just uh, – <laughs> yeah, you know, a room full of testosterone. When you when you see kids now, they're so docile. They're behind computer screens. They don't really get active as much. So yeah, I mean, I don't know if wrestling has taken a hit or if it's grown. Again, the platform grew, so that's going to bring in more viewership anyway. But yeah, the fans of our era completely different. The wrestlers of our era completely different. Yeah, you know what I mean, like we had, we had the greats, we had the greats in the eighties and nineties. Those guys were ripping lines at night, drinking fucking forty packs of beer, then getting <laughs> in the ring the next day to entertain. Yeah, I remember getting getting paid shit, but they did it because that's what they love. Completely yeah, I remember. It. I remember. It. I, I I could say like uh, there's um, you know everybody knows who uh, JBL is, right? John John Bradshaw yeah. Layfield. He just came out uh, on, I think it was like Twitter, one of his Instagram. Oh, Twitter? Yeah, Twitter. Hey, guys, this show is now on Amazon Music and Audible. That's right. Going to want to check us out on Amazon Audible and Amazon Music. Great set of platforms. We are so honored and grateful to be part of the Amazon team. And we're honored that they are allowing us to be launched on those two major platforms. So thank you to our new friends here on Amazon Music and Audible. Layfield was like, JBL was like, the, the wrestling today that you see today is so much more scripted than it ever has been. You know, of course it's scripted. It was scripted back in the 80s and 90s. But like the wrestling today, Jimmy, it's like you know exactly what's going to happen because they're repeating the same same crap, same bullshit storylines that they they've done like the week before. They have wrestlers fighting the same 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 people over and over and over. And JBL was like, I think that's where people are losing touch with with pro wrestling today. I think that's why some of the ratings are going down. You know, it's just it's, well, it's not also, wrestling. Yeah, it's also because people are just soft. Right. When you tie in, like when you look at society now, all right, and I'll give you an example. Netflix brought out the Jeffrey Dahmer uh, series. Right. Uh, yeah. And, and everyone's complaining. Take it off. Why did you tag the LGBTQ community? Why did you do this? It's just a it's a change of time. Like you have one rapper, uh, Little Boosie, 
He's like, we need to take this uh, show off the air. Look what he did to our people. I'm like, listen, this was the 90s or early 2000s. People would understand that this is a fucking movie. It's based on a a real killer. Those are things that he did. I'm sure some of it's exaggerated for, you know, uh, theatrical reasons. But people are that upset about, you know, you know, movies and cancel culture. Imagine if the WWF tried to bring back some of the gimmicks they had. Oh know? God, yeah. Oh my God, man. Like you look at like the great, like uh, the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase. He had a lot of racism uh, in his persona, with you know carrying a black man as as his as his handler. I mean, you look at that today. Now a lot of people will be like, "Oh, that's racist," you know. I mean, uh, you know that that. I think that those types of those types of things that 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 kind of uh, walk that tight line, that walk on a tightrope, those are the things that people really like, like comedy, wrestling back then when they did real edgy shit like that. The yeah. more they do, like the more the more they kind of follow the rules, and the more they kind of do like PC, yeah, stuff, stuff. You 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 you're gonna lose people to a certain degree because everybody's very hyper vigilant and they're waiting to see like what's wwf gonna do next oh these people this group of people complained and said this is uh not you know it's not friendly what are they gonna do are they gonna pull it off the air because then if they pull it off the air you're gonna lose a large amount of people that disagree yeah And and if you keep it on you're gonna still you know you're gonna lose the other half so, that's yeah, I said this. Part. I said this similar to uh, when I when I had um, uh, Fraser Chronicles on the show not too long ago. Uh, he he has a podcast. Uh, this guy Fraser Chronicle. Uh, he's known as a preacher man. Uh, we got into a little little cameo wrestling on the show, and he was like, "Yeah, it's it's you know, it's wrestling is more Hollywood now than ever." But. Yeah, it does, it doesn't have that grit to it anymore, and I think that that's kind of yeah. what it was. But hey, listen, it's still a multi-billion uh, billion dollar industry. People oh, of course, watch it. people still of watch course. it. It's still entertaining to a degree. Um, yeah. But when you think about it, when we were kids, people would come to school with wrestling shirts off. People would bring. I don't know if kids still bring the belts. And I, uh, I don't. So many- <laughs> I knew so many people like that. It was, it was good times, and uh, I'd have to really kind of dig into wrestling a little bit more to be able yeah. to talk about it more. Because yeah, I, would, I don't really I would, know, Jimmy. I would definitely watch that match though. That Logan Paul man, you you might like that one. It's gonna be it's gonna be uh it's gonna be held up in uh, Saudi Arabia at um the uh, Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. I forgot what the hell's the damn name of that. I think it's uh. Uh, Riyadh or Riyadh, yeah, Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. Not, uh, Dubai or no, Saudi it's not Dubai. Dubai. No, it's not Dubai. It's Riyadh, oh, du- the wait, city. Uh, yeah, wait, uh, am I wrong? Well, whatever. Quote me later. Yeah. I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of wind coming there, man. What are you guys having? Like a tornado or something in the area, or what? <laughs> now I'm just kind of I'm moving around outside. I'm taking a walk. Yeah, I'm it sounds windy. Yeah. Doing a mobile podcast. There you go. There you go. 
But uh, Jimmy, man, I, I I wanted to bring you on because uh, you know the, the the listeners, man, they they haven't heard you in a while. It's you know, I want you to still be part of the show in some some form or another. But um, yeah, we definitely uh, like we're going back to video, by the way, Jimmy. Uh, in January, uh, we've been doing audio for a while. Uh, I tried a little, uh, you know, kind of sneak peek with Riverside FM. I really don't like their features. They they do these like freeze fucking frames a lot with Riverside, which is like a like a sister platform of Anchor. And they do yeah. these freezes where they freeze your 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 entire video. They only do it to the host. They don't do it to uh, the the guest or anybody I bring on. But they freeze you. And Joseph the other day was laughing his ass off. He's like, "What's up with all But well, listen, I'd like to be on more. I know our times aren't aligning right now. Uh, yeah. You know, change of life circumstances, getting a new job and kind of working yeah, on that got, is a challenge of its own. Yeah, you got you got to do what you got to do. You you have a family, man, to support. I get it. But uh, like I said, man, when we get back uh, when we get back to rip, uh, restream, you know, uh, we're definitely gonna keep you in thoughts on on Tuesday nights, man. At uh at uh, seven, right? Where what was it, seven or eight or something? We had it. I forgot the old lineup, but. It was Tuesdays at seven. Those were the days. Yeah, Tuesdays at seven. Yeah, we'll we'll get back to that uh that original lineup. Uh, I know I have Joseph on uh, Mondays and Wednesdays, and then I put Sauce in, in the middle of the week for like the the Savage Briefs, the bonus shows. But uh, I just I just got done doing uh an episode with with um with Soslin and he's traveling uh, guys all over the place, man. He's like, he's, he's down in Texas right now for a, uh, a conference. Really? And, yeah. And he was actually doing a podcast as he was driving. I said, Sosh, you're out of your fucking mind, man. Don't crash. <laughs> he's got a lot of passion, man. He's, you know, he's, he's doing pretty good. Uh, hold that thought for a minute. Uh, Jimmy, before we close, I got to make an announcement here before I forget. Uh, guys, uh, for my Green Bay, Wisconsin uh, viewers out there, um, if you live uh, near the Larson Road exit on I-41, which is also known as U.S. Highway 41, uh, we have a we have an a, an, an advertisement going on blip billboards. It's going to be up until next Tuesday, so you could check out the uh, the ugly mug of myself on uh, blip billboards. Uh, they're digital billboards right on the uh, Larson Road exit on uh, U.S. Highway 41 for all my Green Bay, Wisconsin listeners. Getting a lot of good feedback in Wisconsin, Jimmy. Really good stuff, man. Yeah, try not to crash me. See his face, guys. Oh, shut the fuck up. No, I'm just like... <laughs> but, uh, Jimmy, man, it's good having you back on. It's been a while, man. Uh, enjoy your walk. Like I said, it sounds like you're going through a tornado there, but it's just maybe it's just a lot of wind. I don't know. Yeah, a little windy out here. Oh God, it's I, it wasn't like this with the freaking hurricane um, that we had last week. You know, it was oh. been raining all week up here. So yeah, you've been getting it from Ian, probably the remblements of it. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. But Jimmy, man, you take it easy, man, and uh, yeah, we'll, we're definitely gonna put bring you back on in January, man, for the video streams, uh, which. I mean, we we got to we got to get you back on, man. We, uh, Joseph is missing you. Sas is missing you. Myself, man, we got to get you back on Savage Unfiltered. But buddy, you take it easy, man, and uh, enjoy your walk, man. Yeah, likewise. All right, brother, yeah. take it easy.